Hello one and all, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show. We're going to have a little bit of a conversation around the brand split, Anthony. Yes, we are, Carl. We're asking yes, we are. something we've never talked about before. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> never, definitely never not, talked about this not before. in the, the lost episodes from the tech the lost tapes. last week. Um, but Anthony, we're going to delve into whether or not it is time to end the brand split. I think it's a good topic to talk about, Alvin. <laughs> uh, inside jokes. Inside, inside jokes. jokes. Anyhow, yes. Um, um, yeah, I mean, we've I think possibly been vocal about this in the past about the brand split. Yes. Um, especially when they did the superstar shake up about four years ago, and they seem to have forgotten about that now. But um, yeah, let's talk about the current landscape of wrestling or WWE and yeah. whether the brand split is merited. Yeah, I think I think that's the problem today. I'm not sure it is. When they first introduced it, way back when, mm. right? When was it? 2002, right? Right after the invasion, they just had a massive roster, 100 plus people, ex WCW, ex ECW. It made so much sense, and they were like, you know what? The roster's too big and bloated. We're not going to feature everyone. Let's split it, yeah. right? And it was fun. It was exciting. You had that competitiveness between Raw and SmackDown, yeah. Um, and it created a platform for a lot of people as well. Like, yeah. you know, SmackDown was your favorite show, wasn't Fucking it? For a period? It, yeah. And it was, you know, in large part because it gave people who we didn't expect to have the, the opportunity that chance. Edge, Eddie Guerrero. Do you know what? JBL. Unsung example. <clears throat> and some things that you, you question about the brand split, right? So they used it as an opportunity to push certain talent. So like one of the notorious ones they broke up uh, the Dudley Boys yes. using the brand splits not in the 2002 I don't think but in one of the subsequent brand splits they, they split them up and Devon went over to Smackdown and I think it's a rather unsung side. Devon was for me the breakout star out of them too Bubba was huge in impact mm-hmm. but for me solo stars on WWE at the time mm-hmm. Devon got massively over as Reverend Devon yeah. and that was thanks to the brand split and thanks to him getting to be able to feature that gimmick and put that gimmick over mm-hmm. and having the time to do that and that that is what you thank the brand split for because he would never have got that with the size of the roster at the time if it weren't split up like that No, so it was definitely like you say post invasion yeah definitely merited made sense yeah and I think you know in that aspect when they had that massive roster it did create that friendly competition and it gave you yeah. you know a, an alternative a difference to tune in every single week and you could feature really prevalent top stars on one on Raw and then different top stars on Smackdown yeah. and tune in and it would be great and that's why you always connect Undertaker with Smackdown yeah and not Raw yeah he's been on both <laughs> think back to that Paul Heyman thing the thing is like you were only champion because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays or whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, infamous so they did all that it was all entertaining you know they did the draft they were good like the like it was it felt big and exciting and fresh and new didn't it at the time exactly and they worked the drafts worked really well in the early years when it was like a rivalry and like yeah, uh, Eric was in charge of Raw, and was it Steph in charge of SmackDown initially? Initially, yeah, yeah. it was Steph, um, and then yeah, Teddy, didn't it? Yeah, I feel like was Rick Flair involved at one point? Probably um, as the one of the co-owners. Yeah. Remember that? God, remember well, that post invasion thing? Wasn't Austin the the GM at one point as well? Possibly they had a lot of GMs. Yeah, they had a lot of GMs. Foley, loads of stuff going on. Yeah, and. Um, Whilst we've both agreed in the past that the whole GM, manager, authority figure type role is kind of overdone in itself, I think that almost ties into the fact that maybe the brand split's done because like 
part of the fun of it was that rivalry and there's no rivalry yeah. now in fact they have to fabricate excuses to move people to different shows when they need to move them to different yeah. shows you tried to bring in the networks as an element to it didn't they I remember one yeah. draft I admire them trying that yeah and I, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to Natalia but they had it like the war rooms of like Fox and fucking USA or whatever network it's on and they were so made up to sign Natalia and like the execs are fist pumping and everything yeah. it's like Okay, um, a bit over the top. Okay, but you know, <laughs> like especially early on in the drafts, like you not want like I don't know current champions or anything. Well, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Uh, you know, it's so good for for their network <laughs> that they got it. So they've tried a lot of stuff, I think, and it certainly served a purpose, and yeah. you know, it, it had a place, and it was good for a number of years for all them reasons. Yes, but the the situation where we are now is the roster is significantly smaller it's still a big roster but let's forget NXT and stuff for the minute right yeah. looking at the active roster I mean that's the other thing as well like sorry we will go back to the active roster but the fact that NXT's not in the mix but in the mix so they've got yeah. another brand which isn't officially a brand which mm-hmm. is sometimes developmental unless it's not yeah. it's only developmental when it loses to AEW otherwise it's a brand in itself <laughs> yeah right but that doesn't count as part of the whole brand split no. But then sometimes they are included in the draft. Yeah. So their own rules kind of got really fucking fractured by that. Well, I mean, it, it, it's happened with, with like, you know, the, as you said before, the superstar shake-up or, like, when they had that rule where there was, like, what did they call it, where you could bring, you know, certain stars yeah, on. The the Charlotte the, rule. Yeah, the Charlotte <laughs> rule. It, it was like... Um, Charlotte on all the yeah, it was like a special invite from the network, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it was like, uh, it, they could do it, like, what, three times a year or five times a year and they could bring someone from the other... And it never happened again. Yeah. Um, and it just, the result was Charlotte was on every show that week. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, but, like, we've got to a point now where the active roster, and maybe it's just a state of wrestling, there's not that many major stars anymore. Agreed. So, like, when, you know, the other, when they had um, Cena came back, and it was Cena and um, Kevin Owens versus Roman and Sammy and stuff like yeah. that. Like, that's cool and all, and it felt big because Cena was back, but imagine if they would have also had Seth Rollins on that show and Cody Rhodes on that show. Yeah. And, this massive roster to choose from and there's been this like rhetoric for a while now of like oh but if the shows were combined again you wouldn't be able to feature everybody and people just wouldn't get used they're not used now do you not think Jinder Mahal's been sent down to NXT yeah do you know what what I find interesting and this you may not agree with this but I want to sound you out Tony do you not think the the brand split has been the death of what we'll call main event now but like Sunday Night Heat yeah. and stuff like that and velocity mm. because you would get some actual stars they were worth tuning into because you get some actual stars on the rise yeah. whereas now they're featured on Raw because we've got three hours of Raw and not enough stars Yeah. so like instead of getting a Raw that's must see because there's loads of stars on there you're getting like well there's a load of like lower card mid card yeah. stuff that a you know a bit of filler you, almost yeah. so then like you say like all due respect to the other people on Smackdown but that that particular Smackdown I was like oh you've got to see that main event don't worry yeah. about the rest you just got to see Cena and KO and like that that's must see yeah. the rest you know if you're there and you want to watch it cool but like that shouldn't be the case it should be a, a, a like a packed card yeah that you want to see yeah but they don't build it up that way because like you say we can't bring Seth over because that's that's against the rules and it's like there is a place there is a place for these it's, people well, it's like it's, that's when you go right well we'll have Sunday Night Heat which was basically just Raw yeah yeah and I think Velocity and Smackdown, Smackdown was Velocity yeah Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. And um, I used to watch them when I was in when I was a teenager because mm. you get to see certain stars who were were building up and they weren't necessarily on the main show. And then 
to me, it became story driven. Then it wasn't about like, well, we've got these people. Let's put them on the TV. It was like, well, we've got this story going at the minute, and we've got two shows to use to to tell the story over, rather yeah. than well, I've got to wait another week. Yeah, no, it's it's it is crazy. And if you think like, you know, the the, the size of the roster that they've got at the minute, um, mm-hmm. and the lack of star power. If you think back to one of the most successful times in WWE, like the Attitude Era, or even before that, the the Golden Era and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, before brand splits were even a thing, they made everyone was featured. They had a solid, you know, hardcore European Intercontinental and main event yeah. scene, and there was storylines going on in all of them, and nobody was ever like, you know, oh well, they haven't featured him or this hasn't happened, or because there was stuff going on at all times, and yeah. they were able to manage that. In, a, in an age now where we've got more TV time than ever with Raw going three hours and SmackDown yeah. and a small roster, everyone can get more than enough TV time. Yeah. We, we run into that issue at the minute, don't we, where there's just rematches and rematches and rematches all yeah, the time. Exactly. And AW made a big point of it, didn't they? Going like, oh, you know, for only the second time. and Until this best of seven series. Yeah, yeah. Now but, like, you know. You want rematches? <laughs> yeah, is that what you want? Oh, the fucking rematches. But, you know, they made a point of like creating exciting first time ever matchups. Yeah. And on Raw and SmackDown, you are seeing the same stuff constantly, which yeah. is a bit of a shame. But you've also got there's no appeal now because Roman is is holds both belts as well, which is another thing. And it's like mm-hmm. if you're going to unify it, yeah, do you need a champion on both shows? Yeah, but like, and then you get times when Roman will have a break for a few weeks, exactly. And then you're like, well, there's no main yeah. event scene now, and they put that much on Roman that you know he can't have a break really you should be able to have your top stars have weeks off because we've got plenty of stars yeah. to work with but they haven't got plenty of stars to work with no that's the problem like you were saying before it's like oh it's not allowed to have Seth Rollins on Smackdown or whatever but then they make the rules up as they go Kevin Owens is on Raw this week yeah and it's like what the f- What are the rules I don't if, if you've got a brand split like that's, that's what I mean I feel like it's time to just Get over it. We've got it because we've had well, it for the last thing. 20 they either, years. Sometimes they don't bother at all and sometimes they give you an excuse as to why they're there. Mm. But the reality is, like you say, just get rid of the brand split. You don't have to justify anything. No. It doesn't matter then. That's, that's, you uh, just tell the story that needs telling. Exactly. And it's like, you know, I, I guarantee this thing about the networks wanting, you know, oh, Romans and exclusive to Fox or whatever. Really? Like, both networks would benefit from having the the full depth of roster to utilize, surely, because more people are going to tune in to see more stars that they know. Yep. So it's like, I don't know. But look, I mean, <clears throat> I think one of the biggest victims of the current brand bland bland that works. Good Freudian slip. The, <laughs> the current brand split is the likes of Bobby Lashley, mm. because I don't think there's anyone left on Raw who we can face that I don't find interesting. Yeah, because. It, it feels like rematches it yeah. feels boring they might be able to shake it up by having him actually able to be on Smackdown and fight some people on Smackdown yeah it just, it just creates more opportunity doesn't it like imagine a Bobby Lashley versus Gunther yeah. banger straight out the gate yeah. straight away I want to see that or Austin Theory trying to square up to Roman Reigns and ended up having to go up against Sammy or Solo Sokoa yeah. because well, you're not at Roman's level yeah you know the story's right there isn't it it's exactly. not a long story but it's a quick story isn't it he's arrogant enough to think he deserves title shot takes on one of them that's a matchup we've not seen Yeah. but instead he's going to fight Seth again probably exactly and I'm not knocking that story by the way but that's just an example it's like there's loads of stuff you could do if you weren't limited by the fact that well they're raw guys yeah I just think yeah it it, it just doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be this way anymore man no, I just it, it's, it's this way because it has been this way for 20 years and I think it would just make I mean, for such better there's some belief television. like that like, it's we're now at a point that's like the networks won't let it happen I don't yeah. know 
Like, but I, it doesn't make any sense. That's what but, I don't understand, though. Yeah. Is like, surely both networks would benefit from exactly, a combined yeah. roster. Um, You'd expect so. Like, but you got to wonder, like, are they not able to see that and we're at the behest of what they want? I don't yeah. know. And like we've been saying for ages, like Survivor Series got stale because mm. it was Raw versus, versus SmackDown. Yeah. And, like, and it's like, you were on SmackDown last week. Like, I don't care. I exactly. Hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Raw for life now, damn it. And the, honestly, the best of Survivor Series was like when NXT got in the mix. That made it it relatively exciting or this year when they didn't do the whole red versus blue crap hmm. they actually had factions fighting yeah well, exactly We're like the, factions factions yeah like obviously the, the war games format saved it this year but Definitely. like again backing up our arguments it's stale because it's boring they should feel exciting you know it should feel exciting that you get these matchups that you don't normally get but it became this thing of like oh, well who cares raw versus smackdown yeah and that is the point like who yeah. cares like exactly. why why separate them yeah I agree. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. So, do you think... This is why we probably didn't do this as a debate, because you're like, this is the case. I'm like, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, it would be a shit debate. But it's like, do you think they'll move in this direction? Like, do you, do you think we will ever see them decide on this? Or do you think, for the foreseeable, it's going to remain split? I think, unless both shows end up on the same network or the same service... Hmm. let's say they end up on Disney Plus then unless unless there's some way of tying them together I think they're going to keep them as two separate entities in their own heads I think to their mind it'd almost be like admitting defeat if it becomes WWE again rather than Raw being its own thing and Smackdown being its own thing hmm. I think they like to judge them as separate brands and separate shows because like, look what we, we've made two successful shows which they still have but I think that's what makes them so belligerent about them being separate brands yeah. because if you bring it all together and you don't have the, the brand split then you're almost taking a back step and it's like not progressive do you know what yeah. I mean they're, they're regressing and I, I think that's how they look at it even though they shouldn't look at it that way I think that's what's happening I think it's a case of like they're stuck in the ways of saying well no because we, we put a lot of effort in to make two separate brands mm. and we don't want to go back on ourselves yeah you know yeah I mean like they, they even used to do didn't they like um, Raw branded pay-per-views or Smackdown branded pay-per-views mm. every premium live event that they have available now is always a co-branded show yeah. isn't it it's everybody Cause they, yeah because there's right? not enough going on and so one of the big things I missed I used to love about um, you know back in the day is you'd, you'd set up like the big culmination on Raw ahead of the pay-per-view on the Sunday mm. um, of like some big thing and then Friday would be the go-home show yeah, and you're literally two days away, and you get to the fucking brink of it. And now it's like, well, if it's a raw match, it was a week. Ago, you know what I mean? It was a week yeah, ago. Yeah. You're, wait, you're waiting for the culmination, exactly. And you're Look, like, I honestly, right? I I assume there may be some sort of reason why they're delaying this um, story, uh, maybe for Bray's sake. But if it's because he's only got a week of SmackDown every week to tell the story, right? And you may argue, well, Alexa's doing something, but Alexa's is kind of it's connected, but it's separate. Like what's going on with Alexa isn't what's going on with Bray and Uncle Howdy and Ellie Knight. The two separate things that just happen to be connected, yeah. right? But if you could feature what's going on with Bray over both shows, we'd probably progress more. And people are getting frustrated with how long it's taken to tell this tale. Yeah, and that that you know it may be by design because I don't know. Like I think a lot of people aren't sure whether he's even ready to wrestle yet. I don't know. But yeah. for I me, mean, we'll it's, find it's, out on, at the Rumble because he's on yeah. a pitch match. Well, it could be anyone wrestling. We don't know. It's going to be this pitch match. This is true. <laughs> I, I, I'm so interested to see how they do that, by the way. I think it's just going to be the weirdest thing. Mm. The weirdest thing. 
to see how oh, um, the weirdest thing. <laughs> I've got totally distracted now by talking about, by talking about that because I, I, I had a really good point to make. It's escaped me. Escaped me, it has. Escaped. Hmm. But in any case, um, but like, honestly, well, while I'm harping on about that, like, how do you bring that in together? Because we've got Uncle Howdy hassling Alexa on Raw. So presumably they're going to be an entity across both shows anyway. Well, exactly. So it'll get to a point where we need to have them all together somewhere. So what happens? Does Alexa yeah. just leave Raw? And just wait for pay-per-views. Yeah. But it's like, maybe. But like, <laughs> going back to that thing I was saying before, I remembered what I was going to say now. Um, you know, we talked about having like the different tiers. You'd have like the hardcore for no disrespect, but for like the lower rung guys who want, you know. Yeah but give them something to go after and do. Like, you could say the same about the 24-7 title if they hadn't fucking ruined it. Go on now. But you've got the Intercontinental title and the US title on the same level. Yeah. Whereas you used to have European, Intercontinental, and it just made sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, to, like, yeah. move people up through the rankings and you could start to see someone on that kind of upward trajectory. But now mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, oh, he's in the IC picture or the US picture. And they're the same picture. Yeah. So it's like... It, it, well, if you had to do it that way, what would you put higher than the other? Or IC, naturally. I mean, it looks god-awful, but the Intercontinental title is the secondary title, and it should always be the secondary title. Yeah, that's just you with your historic, like, Well, it's, it's true. It's true. It's the, it's the workhorse title, and I know the US title's got a, a great history in its I own mean, right. This but... begs a question, like, I know they're, they're unifying a lot of belts at the minute, and there's talk that they may split them up again, but, like, what would you do title-wise? If they turn around and say, said tomorrow, we're going we're gonna to end the brand split... Mm. what would you do title wise would you keep them unified just have a world champion tag team champions yeah you'd IC in the US yeah or would you introduce the likes of the European and that again to give more um, well I mean for me the US title replaced the European yeah. so it's like if if you if you accept the fact the US title is the, a slight rung below the IC yeah. title it's fine I mean but the I European think, it'd be great to come back if they do NXT I, or, I would, I would or when they it. do NXT I would or. love it um, I love that belt um, but it would be such a great thing for the tag division as well. Like we always say, there's about what four tag teams, and there's yeah. two on Raw and two on SmackDown. Yeah. Same with like the women. Like there's a women's tag division still. I don't know who has the belts now, but there's a women's tag division still. Yeah. And it's like the same thing. So by merging them, you give more opportunities for depth in them divisions yeah. as well. Well, look at like how far away do Alpha Academy feel from the tag titles too far away you barely see the Usos on Raw anyway yeah they should be on the cusp of it they should be they're a legitimately good tag team one of the very few tag teams we've got in WWE in general and it just feels so disconnected right now to be fair you don't put them in the picture at all well well, on Raw we had a tag team turmoil match and it was them three teams because the only three tag teams they've got and it was Alpha Academy it was Street Profits I think and it was Judgment Day and Judgment Day are the ones who got the win which doesn't make any sense. So it's sense. like, hmm. you go, you got, on Raw, you've got what? Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Yeah, that's Pretty all much. I can think of. I'm not counting Judgment Day. SmackDown, you've got, are the Viking Raiders on SmackDown now? Yes. Yeah, Viking Raiders. The New Day when they're there. Yeah, would you, I mean, what's that new faction with Top Dollar and all that? Would you class them? Are they? I mean, uh, similar to Judgment Day, it's like, unless they clearly show you that there's a tag team there mm. in the faction because this is the thing you look at some factions you go well they're the tag team that guy's probably going to go for the mid tile that mm. guy's going to look at DX look at um, the other ones yeah the, the, well, look at the bloodline yeah you know if Solo went for a mid card title you go well that kind of adds up because you've got tag team guys you, could make it. you know it kind of works so um, until they they establish who in Judgment Day is what like if Damien went for the US title again sound but then you've got, 
Rhea who could go for the US title. Like it. Well, she could legitimately, but yeah. say, I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that. Hmm. Um, were you going to put Dom and Finn in a tag team together because they don't want Finn to go up against well, exactly. uh, Roman? Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day is too, too weak for me. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I, I just feel like you instantly add so much more depth to them divisions. So it, it get past the rematch problem that we have at the moment creates more exciting new matchups to be had but also it doesn't take away from the show because then across both shows you're making sure that each tier is represented if that makes sense it's not just like well here's no disrespect but here's the shit the the fodder that we've got on Raw and here's the fodder we've got on Smackdown and stick them in a backstage segment if you've created the you know fucking the European division or whatever or the US division well, let's face it, how many times as Raw? Because Raw's three hours and SmackDown's two. And there is a bit of a problem there because the different lengths of show. But how many times have we had easily an hour's worth of bullshit on oh, Raw yeah. because they can't fill three hours? Yeah. And you've got SmackDown guys who aren't getting enough time. It just makes sense. Yeah. Like the whole 24-7 the title stuff was awful, wasn't it? We were doing let's face weird... it, it was no Raw Underground. <laughs> Raw Underground. We were doing game show type stuff with the Viking Raiders and that. And Street Profits, remember that? I, I know that. you enjoyed it. I didn't. But it was literally, they, they just ran out of stuff to do, I guess. Like yeah. it was, and, and it was just the same people all the time in those positions. So Whatever happened to Riddick Moss? Is it Riddick Moss? My yeah. cat Moss, isn't he? No, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Fuck, what was his name? <laughs> Is it Mad Cat Moss? No, it wasn't Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> I went for Riddick Moss and I don't know why I did. He, he played uh, when Apollo was... Um, Dabakato. Dabakato. I don't know why I would call him Riddick Moss. Was like, Whatever happened to Dabakato? I don't know. He was the last General Aziz, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. The last we saw him. Um, who knows? Because Sorry, I want to think of Roar Underground to think of his big ass. And then, <laughs> like... <laughs> He's just lumbering around the ring with no ropes on him. Um, and then I totally forgot his name called him Rick Moss, but you know, either, either there. It just still makes me laugh. It's like, yeah, my dad owns the business, but I, I, I live in the basement. Like, well, how, how on the nose is this? Yeah. I got my own space, my own wrestling show. You know, yeah. I'm totally independent from my parents. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fucking weird, Shane. Fucking yeah. weird. Well, it's, a, it's a great point you make. We've got, we've got these shows split at the minute with, you know, not all talent on both shows and then that's how you end up with shit like this yeah because you've got to utilize people somehow in some way i mean i will be clear i'm not i'm not going to blame the brand split entirely like i do think their insistence on keeping the the tag titles unified Mm. and like pretty much on smackdown and it's probably more of a problem for the tag titles than it is for roman to be honest like we're at a point now the street profits are legitimately a good tag team that should be title holders Mm -hmm. How many times did they face the street, pro- street profits? How many the times did themselves? How many times did they face themselves? How many times did they face the Usos? Nearly as many lost? times as the New Day at this point. So now they either face them again and win, and you go, well, all right, so hundredth times a charm, I guess. Yeah. Or they don't get a shot at the titles until they move away from the Usos. Like yeah. that that isn't a problem caused by the brands, but that's a problem caused by the fact that they've kept the titles on the Usos and unified the fuckers. Yeah. So the tag scene's just dead. Yeah. And like for the women's division as well, I would still I would combine both of the women's belts into the the women's world title, but I'd have a secondary title for the women. Yeah. And you want to put women in there? Ronda's not, not a Contest, fan of that. It's a contentious topic, isn't it? Well, um, I mean, here's, here's the thing, yes. though. Like, we're in a world where, you know, a title isn't lesser because it's the women's title, mm-hmm. would you, like, would you not consider, re- like, introducing the European yeah. as a women's secondary? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, could do something like that. Could bring okay. one of the NXT cool. titles up and, and have it as a women's one title. North American. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's loads of stuff you could do. But I'd, I'd have two singles titles for the women. But have... Because that's the problem. There's, there's no women's mid-card. Yeah. Because you're either fighting for the SmackDown Women's Championship or the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. So what do you do with people who aren't ready to be champ? You put Nothing. in a tag team. That well, exactly. No and then you don't have a tag... You know what I mean? You don't have <laughs> any tag women's tag matches. Yeah. So I think it massively... Like, Look, I mean, typical at, um, typical WWE. The tag scenes in general are, are shocking. Yeah, but like, look at AEW. I know we're talking about the brand split, but that TBS title has done wonders for yeah. like obviously Jade, but also people like Anna Jay. Yeah, she would never be going up for the world title, really. Yeah, but she's had you know yeah. opportunities. The, the laughable thing there's like people don't want to talk about the good stuff AEW does, but the TBS is a good shout. The laughable thing about it is the insistence that it's not a secondary title. Yeah, it is. It is definitely just admit that bit because everything else about it is boss. Yeah. That's what I mean, but like that's that's what that's what they need to do, like um, you know, and create fresh matches in the women's division as well. It just makes so much sense. I think look it would at make Liv, a much Liv, better. Liv's a classic example of the mid card issue. Mm-hmm. There's no mid card title for her to go for, so she had to go for the women's title, yeah. and then it seemed unrealistic. Some people got behind it, some people didn't. She needed something to elevate her and push, and all mm-hmm. she could do was go for the biggest title. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, if you think about it, Liv could have been the women's intercontinental champion and while Ronda could come back and was the world champion or whatever yeah. and then she builds up like some of the greatest moments was um like um you know when Hulk Hogan made Ultimate Warrior Warrior was the it was the intercontinental champ Hogan was the world champ and the title versus title Warrior beat him he'd mm-hmm. elevated him to the main event yeah. and that was it he was a main event guy then and now they're trying to do stuff like that now with the likes of Austin Theory that's his whole thing isn't it I'm going to win the Rumble and I'm going to go against Roman yeah alright as the US champ and you go cool that's like that's classic stuff but um, like this is essentially what they've done with the women's division I know we're slightly digressing apologies this is essentially what they've got the problem for the women's division isn't it of going well there, there's been no mid card so yeah. like your, your female Austin Theory only is the only option of going for the big title that's yeah. it nothing else that's it and like you know back to the Liv Morgan example it's like people look at her world title win as like you know she, she flubbed it or it was you know it was a failure when really you know, maybe they should have. If there was a secondary title, they could have given her that, let her build herself I, up. I dare say they'd have given a longer run with it as well. Yeah. The bottom line is they didn't want to keep the title on her because they had other shit they wanted to do. Yeah. It, but she could have quite happily been the. I'm going to say European. I think that'd be a good show. Yeah. I agree. Could have been a European champ. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated to hear what what other people think on this. I think some people. I'm going to put a poll up. I think after this, um, when it's live, I'm going to I'm going to ask you. Do you? Um, man. you do you? Because <laughs> I'm fascinated to know. But um, obviously, let us know in the comments. Do you think that it should be separate shows with separate talent? You know, I know some people have said um, it would feel stale seeing people every week and stuff. But you don't have to see people every week. That's what I don't get. Just because the the rosters are merged doesn't mean we need to see you know, Austin Theory on Raw and SmackDown every week. Mm. He might just be he's on Raw that week and he's not booked on the SmackDown that week. That's fine. Yeah, because mm. people are allowed a break. In fact, it'll probably be better health-wise for the stars that so they don't have to be there all the fucking time. Well, exactly. Um, so, I don't know, but fascinated to know, do you think that it should be uh, split up um, still or should they merge it? I'm going merge. 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 Um... <laughs> very friends reference there but um, yeah thank you very much do let us know in the YouTube comments thank you to anyone um, who is watching on YouTube if you've not already please subscribe we've had really amazing subscribers nice growth, take, yeah, yeah. the Love last it. few Love months it. so thank you very much to anyone who Indeed. has subscribed um, also you can watch us for free on Pro Wrestling TV as well um, as well as a plethora 
plethora of other wrestling content on there, so we yeah. can't recommend it enough. Probably one of your greatest sources for the independent wrestling scene. You've got the likes of MLW on there, New mm-hmm. South Pro Wrestling, you've mm-hmm. got AAA, you've got TNT. Yeah. Um, Check out some wrestling from our neck of the woods in TNT. Indeed. Extreme what, wrestling. Warrior Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, you've got some fantastic documentaries on there. I mm-hmm. keep mentioning it all the time, but Say the Mania, the uh, Fanship to Friendship um, documentary about Hulk Hogan's superfan. Um, fantastic watch, if you've yeah. not seen it. Uh, we've got like obviously talk show content like ourselves like Alicia Atoot mm-hmm. pronounced that right Alicia Atoot I'm just yes. copying you Atoot <laughs> uh, doing the MLW's Insider um, obviously MLW exclusively signed to Pro Wrestling TV right now so uh, Alicia sort of follows in with that and does the, the, the sort of talk show element of that you got um, equivalent to ourselves you got bell to bells you got loads of just fantastic 20 wrestling content 24-7 yes. that's the whole absolutely 24-7 yeah. all completely free available everywhere so just get it check it out yeah. I guarantee after five minutes of uh, downloading it you'll be you'll be hooked on something so um, also make sure you check out topropebrewing.com our friends at Top Rope have some of the greatest beers in all the land and you can get yourself 10% off using 8 of the K10 um, on their website and spring is approaching summer's is approaching is. get yourself some 8 of the K t-shirts um, don't know why I'm pointing at this because this is not an age of the, <laughs> the ones neither of us are wearing yes <laughs> I know yeah really we should wear our own mask. I know right? that would be uh, you know the right thing to do but um, yeah you can go and check them out as well including new designs from our friends Alt Wrestling Tees um, these guys are awesome they don't just do you know designs for shows like us they do loads of inspired designs yeah like, got, well, you, you mentioned um, you yo know, obviously listen. one of the one of the yeah yo listen um, the acclaimed t-shirt you got a few other acclaimed ones you got tons of content for you like if you're a fan of any wrestler there's probably some sort of content there or some sort of t-shirt there that you can see independently made by Alt Wrestling Tees absolutely fantastic so go check them out on Instagram Alt Wrestling Tees and uh, yeah until next week make sure you let us know um, should we end the brand split um, yeah until next week until next week bye